Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Mystery Bible. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. We spent a quite quite a while uh, looking at Abraham's life. Uh, we saw that in our last in our last episode, we looked at his death, age of 175, and we are going to pick up on Isaac, the spiritual seed, the son, the promised son. We're going to take a look at him. We know that he is married, uh, Rebecca, his wife. We're going to look at his life and uh, see some of uh, how he lived and so forth with his relationship with God. One of the things that I found in the Bible that we are seeing in the book of Yasher when we have them uh, combined together, seeing more of the behind-the-scenes stuff that I believe is so important to get a full understanding of things that we are going to look at in the Bible. One of the things that always uh, troubled me when I looked at the Word and trying to trace the blessing, and I had mentioned uh, early, earlier about that in the last episode, when see it in the book of um, uh, in, in Yasher, we don't see it in the Bible where Abraham pieces the blessing into Isaac's life. And we are going to do a really in-depth study about that and what it means. And we will trace that particular thing from Genesis uh, to Noah, to um, Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, and beyond. We'll see that it came all the way through and that you and I, um, this promise to us through Jesus Christ, we are, uh, those of us who are born again, this promise to us uh, through Jesus, through the um, coming together, we are grafted into the Israelite um, lineage, and because we are grafted in, we have access to all of those things that are including the blessings. And the Bible tells us that the blessing of the Lord brings wealth without any painful toil. And we're going to look at that at one thing. We're going to focus on Isaac. And this is, uh, we have tremendous amount of insight within this man's life. He was a powerful human being. Um, he was a man of God. And uh, um, I'm excited for us to get to know him. Then we will track Esau and um, uh, Jacob and so forth. Welcome to this uh, podcast, and thank you guys for joining me. We are now continuing our journey through the Bible, and we are in Genesis uh, chapter 25, and we are going to look at that, and then we are going to also look into of Yasher, because that's where a lot of the additional information are. We'll be right back after this, and we're going to start with Isaac. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. 
Welcome back to Mystery Bible. As we are continuing our walk through the Bible, I, I love this stuff, guys. We're going to make pit stops here and there to do some brief discussions about uh, situations within the story. And I'll show you guys biblically how to in certain things. One of the things that I wanted to stop and talk about is about uh, having children and barrenness. And a lot of women, uh, Christian families out there, that are barren today, I will show you how you can get um, your sons and daughters in and get uh, results from doing that. The things that uh, I've mentioned in the previous podcast was I have five sons. People would come to me and ask me to pray for them. And I, I just, within me, I just have this belief that when I open my mouth to pray for someone concerning children, that they will have kids is just um, that fate for it. And so time people would bring their barren families would come to me, pray, they would get pregnant, have children, and most of them had boys. So I guess my anointing is, is boys. So I'm going to look at some of them. We saw Abram, uh, not Abram, Isaac and, and Rebecca did that, just that. They prayed, came before God, and they received their child. And um saw the uh, that Rebecca pushed him, Isaac, and said, hey, to it. And he and they did. And they were they had twins. Isaac um the twin boys were born, you know, with Jacob and Esau. Those live also we're gonna do a timeline with those guys as well because there's a lot that the Bible doesn't talk about. Like Esau was the one that killed Nimrod and other things like that. And we're gonna go into all of that stuff. And we'll see that uh, the reason why he did certain things within the Bible, we can now make the connection, see it um, in the book of Yasher, we get the behind the scenes. So as we are going to basically uh, 20, 25, um, 25 uh, chapter 25 in Genesis covers the uh, lineage with um, El and the Arab nations and so forth, covers the birth of the twin boys. And then we are in chapter 26. Chapter 26 in the Bible um, talks about uh, Isaac moves to Gera, and we'll talk about that as well. Uh, you know what? Let me just focus on this for a little while, and please uh, pardon the interruption here. Um, I want to talk about these barren families. In the book of um, uh, Yasher 26, we see that Isaac and Jacob uh, they, uh, Isaac and, and Rebecca, they prayed for, uh, for, you know, barrenness. And that we saw that God answered prayer and the boys, uh, were granted, um, Esau and Jacob. And we know that, uh, uh as I mentioned on the onset, his family is here, right here. But let me walk you through how you can go to God, get what you want. You saw the prayer that Rebecca did. And basically, that's what you're going to do. You're going to go and remind him of a few things. And it's going to take faith. And you guys suggest you go into my, um, I have this uh, other podcast that talks about Blueprint of Faith. I really go into the depth study of faith and what it is. And let me do a brief synopsis here. Faith is the force which this universe created. Faith was what caused the, what created the angels. It was the uh, the force by which all things are existing. 
because the Bible shows us an example of God recreating the earth that was damaged in Genesis. Uh, we saw that he came, that first ice age, it says, when the Holy Spirit came and, and it was hovering over the ice, uh, the waters, the translation said it was ice. And he took it loose, all of the ice that was there. And a result of the ice breaking, the waters began to uh, separate and so forth and form. And that's how you began to you look back in Genesis. And I did a study on that. And so we are looking at um, and seeing that this force is the one that has caused us. Jesus says it is in the Bible, without it, with the belief, without living in God, without this, um, says, the just shall live this place and all of these things. And so you and I, the force that when we operate in it, it supersedes every other law that is on this planet because faith is the highest law created the universe. And um, higher than that, the Bible tells us is love. And so we use faith. Those families, those barren families can use faith that they want from God with child. You have to believe that he's going to give you the child first before you can even approach him. So um, uh, we know that this family approached him, Isaac and, and Rebecca, at their desired outcome. So let me walk you through what you need to do, because you have to do exactly what they did. They reminded God of his covenant, and I read you that story to how when they came and they laid out their prayer and how they did that. I did that in, a, in the previous podcast. So God creates man, and he releases us. He gave us the blessing. This is the first place we saw that. And actually the first group of, of entities that he gave the blessing to were the, uh, the birds and, and the, the animals and so forth. And then he turned to his man and he released that same power. What was it? Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and all of those things. That is his will, his desire, every man and woman, period. Fruitful and multiply. That means that you have access to getting children. So now we know that that is his will. We know that you and your husband, you guys are in a barren state. You can then go to him there of women in the scripture that barren and got pregnant. John the Baptist's mother. We know that uh, um, Sarah, uh, Rebecca, I mean, the list goes on and on. And what they did was that they went to God and he gave it that um, he, he their barrenness was, was gone. So first you have to set in your mind that God said, replenish the earth. That is your responsibility. That is what his first will is. Oh, you take when you get you and your husband and go to him and said, said, just like um, Isaac and Rebecca did. You said, and because you said that, we believe it and we are going to engage in making love and practicing. And we expect you to do what you said because he said his words will not return void. So you guys get to him. Lay out the word of God, says, you said, this is one of the things. After he flooded the earth, Noah came in, he said the same thing. Bless uh, Noah and his sons, and he says, replenish the earth. So that is happening to you is outside of God's blessing. It is a curse, the part of the curse 
And the Bible says that God has redeemed you from the curse, the law. So you are no longer under that. So do not allow what looks like earnest to keep you from your child. Because God says that he wants you to do it. He wants you to have children. And you do not move. And you guys come together. And just as uh, Isaac and Rebecca did, and they did not, and after they prayed, and the book of Yasha, I read to you that prayer, did not pray after that. They continued to make love, to be passionate with each other, and they um, they, they got uh, pregnant, and child was, those kids were born. And you do the very same thing. Not allow the um, what it looks like in the natural, because that doesn't hate. That law supersedes any law that is in the natural realm. And Jesus showed that us. He was the second Adam, the Bible calls him. That's how the original Adam um, behaved before hell. Jesus came. Jesus showed us how the second Adam, how Adams, the Adams, which you and I are, ought to behave when we walk by faith. Let me give you some examples. He was able to feed 4,000 people with a couple of fish uh, several times, for one 4,000, 5,000, and that's just the men, not including the women and children. He walked on water. He superseded the law of gravity. He superseded the law of death. He rose, he raised people from the dead, sickness and disease. His faith supersede that. He, every time people came to him, he would look at them, your faith, has made you whole. So faith supersedes all of the natural laws that are here, that are governing realm. And when you behave and act in it, cause, uh, the scripture says it's calling those things. Jesus says, God, the uh, Roman says, God uh, looked into the situation. Faith is calling those things that are not as though they were. Let there be light and there was. And so you need to be specific about your desire, what you want. And the, um, we saw that with uh, um, Isaac and Rebecca being specific about their how to answer it. And I promise you, he'll do the same for you. He has to. If he doesn't, he is not God. He's that simple. And so either you are going to believe his word uh, concerning this or you're not. And if you have barren friends and families and stuff, people you know, them that formula. Tell them that the Bible states that the law, the blessing is there in them. They simply have to activate the blessing because it was released to mankind throughout all generations. It is ours by right of just being human beings. It's our fundamental right. And you can claim it and get it from God. And he must and he will um, perform this on your behalf. So I wanted to stop and just encourage families in that because I know there's a lot of pain in that. And um, uh, do not move. Once you pray the first time, there's no need to go back and um, uh, pray about it again. Just engage, keep praising God and thanking him for your children and watch and see. So I just wanted to encourage you guys. So here we go. We're going to go back into our study. So we're going to look at Isaac in, in chapter 26. We're going to read in the Bible. And then we're going to, um, we're going to go into the book of Yasher and grab some of the behind the scenes, 
um, information that is there, um, you know, apart from us. And uh, let's see. In he six and it reads, And there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, well in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you, and will bless uh, you. For unto you and unto thy seed I will give you all the countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham your father. I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of the heaven, and will give unto thy seed all these countries. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. And Isaac dwelt in Gerah. And the men of the place asked him of his wife. And he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say, She is my wife. Least she, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebekah, because she was fair looked upon. That we're going to come back to this story because this is beginning to sound familiar. Uh, we heard this from his father several times, um, and we know that his father had lied to this very same king. Um, so we're going to see now that the son is continuing that uh, lie, and the lie that we see. But the reason why they lie, and both of them lied, was because of spirit of fear entered into them. And it, um, because of the spirit of fear coming in, into their life, it gave, um, a room for the spirit of lies to also operate, and they lied. And even in our lying and our shortcomings, God still blesses us. And that's why I love Him, because He looks at the intent of your heart. And he sees your heart, and he uh, uh, judges from there. And you and I, the Bible says, judge from appearance, but God does not judge um, how we judge. And we saw that when he picked David over all the other sons, and so he he declared how he judges when that um, with the prophet and those boys. We're going to uh, take a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to pick it up and see how this situation turns out with um, Isaac and his lying to the king, Bamelech. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steeride! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Back uh, to Mystery Bible. Let's continue looking at this. I wanted to focus on on just um, Isaac for a little while. But uh, when this was going on, there was a lot more happening behind the scenes within this family. The book of the Asher talks about uh, it begins to focus on the two brothers, especially Esau. And I want to, we're going to talk about that, but I'm going to save that for the next podcast. We are going to be jumping back and forth 
um, trying to deal with the timeline with this stuff so that you and I can get a fullness of what's going on because there's a lot going on. And I love the fact that these men and women are just like you and I, man, and they're going through things, making decisions that affect their lives forever. You and I have to remember this truth. This is a truth that we are spirits in living in a body, having a human experience. But our decisions that we make here on this planet will affect our eternity. Why? Because we are spirits having a human experience. And the decisions that we make are spiritual in nature. So let's continue uh, 26. We'll look at this uh, situation. It says, And it came to pass when they had been there a long time, that Abimelech king of the Philistine looked out uh, at a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting Rebekah, his wife. And Abimelech told him Isaac and said, Behold, of a surety she is your wife. She's not your sister, bro. And how, And why did you say she's your sister? And Isaac said unto him, Because I said, Least I die again. Spirit of fear came in uh, for her. And Abimelech, <laughs> this is the second time, as I mentioned to you, if you look at uh, Genesis chapter 20, you'll see the same situation with Abraham um, because of these women who were gorgeous at the time. And, um, uh, because of their beauty, they feared that the Egyptian and their culture to and their leaders was to take whoever they want. And so uh, verse 10 and 26 says, And Abimelech said, What is this you have done unto us? Was not the same question that he asked his father. It's really funny to me because you see this thing just keep going through a specific family. This was just a couple of years before when the father put the same king to the same situation that God told him that he was going to wipe out his whole family. But he says, One of the people uh, might lightly have laid, laid with your wife, and thou shouldest have brought guiltiness upon us. At least that king had an understanding of that type of behavior. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that touches this man or his wife will surely be put to death. He sends out this decree as a king to ensure that every man on this uh, in his uh, realm not touch this family at all. And we'll see that he did the same thing to Abraham. In fact, he told him after that, he said, get out, man, get out of here. Um, let's see what we uh, what happens and transpire between the two. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, he touched this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac sowed in the land, received the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him, and the man waxed great, and went forward, grew, until he became very great. I know a lot of prosperity preachers um, use this type stuff uh, to uh, the scripture, especially the scripture, extract money from their people, uh, sowing and reaping in the church. And it goes much more than that. Um, but uh, I know that this is being used a lot to um, extract uh, a lot of people can feel guilty in other ways as well when they're giving to God. But God doesn't want you to give out of guilt, man. Um, he doesn't want you to do that. Uh, he, this was instituted. And as far as uh, a tithe and offering, we saw that in the life of Abraham when um, he was before 
Kazadak, the um, high priest there, he was the first recommend a uh, place where we see he was given a tenth of his um, of his uh, uh, wealth. Know that um, in Genesis we saw the brothers did it, and uh, Cain and Abel, and they offered to God their um, their 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 first fruit and their cattle and reasoning behind. One was offering their good stuff, and the other one was offering all of his bad stuff uh, to God. Know that that is why God looked at his heart. He saw the heart. So as this particular thing happened, we see that and Isaac sowed in the land and received the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And we'll see uh, that the blessing is working within this family. And even it is recognizable because the Bible tells us that the people recognized it and they said that we see the blessing um, with the children of Israel. And we see here that the blessing is working uh, behind the scenes with this man as Isaac uh, received in that same year, and God blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. For he had possession of flock, possession of herds, and great store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. So God, part of uh, God's plan that will make his family rich to the point that uh, the people of the world will envy us. And you have to, uh, I know a lot of people just focus on the financial aspect of it, and there is truth to that. Because the Bible tells us, if you look at the book of Isaiah, where Jesus read um, what his ministry was, and he came and he told us what his ministry was, Isaiah 61, the remainder of Isaiah 61 is about the ministry of the church, and that's what you and I are supposed to be doing. And it takes a lot of money, those things, financial stuff. And so but to change governments and all of these different things as we are embarking and bringing the kingdom of God, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That is our responsibility here on this earth is to bring the kingdom of God here and his uh, policies and procedures, his powers, all that stuff. What are the kingdom, what are the things within the kingdom of God? Righteousness, peace, and joy, and all of, and, and all these different things. And so we ought to take, um, the systems of the world, uh, and then implement the systems of God's kingdom, what it means. And so you and I are rich. We are rich because we have inherited God, the Father. The Bible says that He is our inheritance. And with God, all things are possible. So if you have no material stuff, you are still one of the most powerful creatures on this planet because the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, these men and women were living in caves. They were wandering the, the world and the deserts. They were all over the place. And yet the Bible says that these guys were able to subdue kingdoms. They were sawn in half. They were um, just bullied, picked on, all kinds of things. And the Bible says God was with them, and the world did not um, deserve them. So this God wants you and I to, um, that this world will envy us because of our, of our great wealth, the wealth that we have in God. They're going to envy you and I because of our relationship with our Father. And it is our desire that as they see our relationship with our Father, they will inquire 
about him, and it will give us the opportunity to then um, talk about him to them and how much he means to you, how much he loves you, how you can bear in all things, how you could smile in all things, and so forth. So it says here that Isaac sowed in the land and received the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him, and the man waxed great and uh, went forward and grew until he became very great. And you and I can do the same. We can wax great in wisdom, wax great in love, wax great in wealth, uh, material wealth, all of it. You and I, uh, the world is to look at us and envy us. And now they look at us as um, uh, and pity us. They look at us and they go, wow, we don't want to be anything uh, like that because some men and women, evil men and women, have infiltrated the church, called themselves Christians, and have uh, created atrocities in the name of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And it is time, it's going to be a time when you and I have to reclaim that. Anyway, let's continue. For his, for he had possession of flocks, possession of uh, herds, and store up of servants, um, and the Philistine envied him. All the wells whose father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham, his father the Philistine had stopped them and filled them with earth. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. And we have seen this before with his father, but there is a more declaration. He says, You are mightier we are at this present time. Get out of here. And Isaac departed thence, pitched his tent in the valley of uh, Gera, and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistine had stopped them after the death of Abraham, called their names after the names by which father called them. So he um, digged all of those um, those wells, bring them back. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the herdsmen of Ger did strive with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Esek, um, because they strove with him, because they had fight. And they digged another well and strove for that also. And he called the name of it uh, Shitna. And he removed from then and digged another. And from there they strove again. So every time this guy and his family and his people are digging wells and um, having all these success, they are now beginning to claim it. And so he begins to name these places, uh, Rehoboth, and he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, we shall be fruitful in the land. So they kept digging and moving, digging and moving, and they got to another well, and they did not fight them. So call that Rehoboth. And uh, that's where they began to relax. And it says it was at that space in Beersheba, Lord appeared to him and said, And the Lord appeared unto him that same night and said, I am God of Abraham thy father. Fear not, for I am with you and will bless you and multiply thy seed, my servant Abraham's sake. And he built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dig a well. So we are looking at this man, Isaac. We're seeing what is happening in his life. We see that uh, God is enriching him um, even beyond uh, um, what he had done with his father. You see the testimony of Abimelech. We now know that, in um, as we're reading in 26, we'll see that Abimelech 
comes and now makes an agreement, Isaac, as he did with um, Abraham as well. And um, so what I'll do is let me continue reading this so that we can uh, close this part with Isaac at this moment so that we can pick up in the next podcast. Focus a little on the brothers, okay? So in 26.26, then Abimelech went unto him from Gergara and um, he came with a couple of his friends, the chief of his cha- captain and of his army. And we saw this before when he came to Isaac and he said to Isaac, wherefore come you to me? Isaac asked him, well, why you guys are coming here? He says, seeing you hate me and have sent me away from you. And so that's what he's saying. And Isaac said to the king, and they said, we have so, saw certainly that the Lord was with thee. And we say, let there be no, now an oath betwixt us and betwixt you and, and, you know, between us and let us make a covenant with, with, with you. So we see this again, as I mentioned to you guys, that the blessing can be seen and people are seeing it and they see, they saw it with Abraham and they said, wait a minute. Uh, we see that God is with you and we need to make a covenant with you. And so Abraham passes, same king, same bunch of people come, and um, they said to Isaac, wait a minute, we see that God is with you and um, we'll make a covenant between you and I um, and our people and so forth. We see this again, as I mentioned, and take a look and see what this covenant is. He talked about what a covenant is. Uh, we saw that in um, uh, Abraham and his servant Eliezer made a covenant and uh, they describe what they do their hands within the crotch of the man each other and they make that covenant and that's a binding covenant that they are holding each other's private this covenant and that is death if one breaks that is worthy of death and uh, back in the day kings did this and they were serious about that you'll see that you know, when you look at the book of Psalms now, David talks about that um, breaking of covenants and all of these different things and that it, it warrants that some, you know, they die. So here they are. They're presenting with them. It says, let's make a covenant between you and me, man, uh, so we can make sure that uh, guys don't mess with us. Verse 29, that thou will do us no harm as we have not touched thee and we have done unto thee nothing but good and have sent thee away in peace. Now, now art the blessed of the Lord. These guys are seeing the blessing and the benefits of it. And we're going to do a study on that particular uh, subject um, soon, but we are going to look into it and we're going to trace it all the way through. So let's take a look. We'll see in, in verse 30 says, And he made them a feast and did eat and drink. And they rose up um, time in the morning and swear unto other Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. And it came to pass the same day that Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had digged, and unto him he found water, and he called it uh, Sheba. Therefore the name of the city is Bethsheba unto this day. And Esau was forty years old, and he took a wife Judith, the daughter of Beri, the and so um, we are now looking at the beginning of these men. Esau is 40 years old at the end of 26, and we see that he takes a wife and um, a couple of wives. And um, uh, we will go from there in the next podcast, and we see 
that um, Zick and uh, Rebecca, and we'll talk about this family as we continue. But I want to thank you guys again for coming with me on this journey. We are going to go through the Bible. We're going to take a chapter at a time. And as we are studying them and going through these chapters, we're going to look uh, at the companion book, the book of Yasher, so that we can get a fuller picture. And also, as I mentioned to you guys before, I grab other books as well. Um, and um, there's so many other books, guys, that are out there that uh, are um, beneficial learning about uh, what was happening at that time and the mindset of people, culture, all of these things play a part in how people are living. We see that the culture of the Egyptians caused these two, Abraham and Isaac, to lie because it was their culture that they could grab any women they want, especially those that are in leadership. And so we see that based on that, they, these men lied and um when they were found out, um, you see that the result of each and every one of them. So uh, as you begin to learn and study, you have to incorporate the culture within the, uh, the um, area that you're studying. And I know in Bible school, uh, there is a book that we had uh, to study for customs and manners and customs and so forth. But I love this stuff because I love talking about our father. He is so beautiful. Jesus is so beautiful. Holy Spirit is so beautiful. The plan that they did for us, what they did, if you understood all the things that they did on our behalf, you would be mesmerized. And the Bible tells us, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has in store for us. And as you, as I study and get to know and see deeper about him, I, it is my hope that that happens to you too, so that you can fall in love with God, you can fall in love with Jesus, you can fall in love with the Holy Spirit and know that we have the angels around us. They are waiting for our command. We have faith. We have grace. We have the goodness of God. We have the mercies. We have the faithfulness of God. I mean, we have an array of weapons. We have um, the words of God. We have so much stuff that has been given to you and I. But because we have a mentality of um, uh, depletive thinking, and my pray, I pray for you guys, and that God will strip away that um, that mentality that you and I have. We see limits. There is no limit. God, Jesus said, it, with God, all things are possible. And I am praying that God will take away the limitation from your mind, from your spirit, from your heart. And I pray that he would deliver you from um, a limitation thinking that you will now incorporate within your mind and your spirit that this vast, awful God is here. All things are possible, God. The Bible tells us that he's here to provide our needs. And I'm telling you guys... He has put time and time again that if he didn't have it here on the earth, he will go to heaven, bring it to us. And we saw that children of Israel, they were in the wilderness and they needed food. There wasn't anything in the wilderness and he brought it from heaven to provide it for them. When they had no water in the wilderness, he had them hit rock and water came out was able enough to feed the children of Israel and all of their animals. This God loves us, 
And it is my hope that on this journey that you will fall in love with the Father, with the Holy Spirit, and with our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to thank you guys for coming and following me and subscribing. I thank you for your financial support because, as I mentioned, it really helps me. It's what's sustaining me at this time of my life because I wanted to focus on this particular project that God had given me many, many years ago, uh, which is uh, um, Street Bible, which is to go through the Bible, look at it, and tell you guys about the mystery and who he is. The other part is the blueprint of faith, which I wanted to teach those faith, the power of faith, who they are in Jesus Christ and all the things that God has done for us. Thank you so much for supporting me in both of them, those who follow me. And I pray that you would share it with people, invite others to come so that we can grow together and become who we truly are, sons of God, so that you and I can change this world. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.